Morning Campers. Uh, morning Campers. Uh, literally morning, eleven fourteen, Wednesday, July thirteenth. Alrighty, um, how's it going guys? How you doing? Welcome back to camp. Uh, let's see what we got here today. Uh, Mets Braves, I do not want to watch baseball. Uh, it's going to go right to Comet first, so once I get past all the news, let's see what's on Comet. For- oh, Troll. Fuck, I'll watch Troll. I haven't seen Troll in so long. Is this? Wow, I haven't seen Troll in ages. I'm definitely watching this. This comet is fucking hilarious. Although, wait, once I just want to see what's on AMC. Uh, Ten bucks says it's Back to the Future. <laughs> Who wants to take that bet? Um, Back to the Future. I'm noticing that anything that was on at night, uh, the night before on AMC, is always on the next day. And they've been cr- oh, the Karate Kid. Um, I think I've already done podcast on the karate kid i want to do troll i haven't seen troll in so long i this is i think this is the first comment movie that i've actually seen um troll it, or, or am i thinking of a troll in central park oh, i don't give a fuck i'm watching troll mainly because it's just called troll um and this will be good so all right hope you guys are doing well oh i, I you know i forgot to say last week that uh, my covid is gone i'm covid f- although i'd say i'm covid free but um so this so this is the whole thing and if you get covid like t- like this is this is this is the camp good boy cdc hour um because there there really is your best bet is to stay off the internet because there there really is a lot of misinformation on there and um, so if you are feeling sick, uh, it, the move is if you have an at home test, like I understand wanting to take it because having to go out when you're feeling like shit sucks, but the move really is to go to a COVID testing site in your city. Cause then they report you to the city. Then the city calls you and tells you what to do. And I, I was sitting there testing myself up until day 15 and I was still testing positive. But they had called me because I actually I went to go to a testing site reg later on in the uh, like midway in my into my covid infection. And they they were like, oh, no, no, no. Like you don't have to test yourself. You need to test yourself one time in the beginning when you feel symptoms. Then you don't need to test yourself again. And after 10 days, you're not contagious anymore and that you can still test positive up to 90 days. So I was literally driving myself fucking crazy, testing myself and testing myself. I was doing like two a days um, and they kept coming back positive. But I didn't realize that this up that you can test positive up to 90 days and they need to get that info out there because, yeah, like I hadn't seen that yet. Um, But then, you know, but but after 10 days, you're good. Um, and maybe that, I think I've seen that before, but I guess I just, you know what it was? I was on like Reddit boards and it, it was really stupid. Uh, the fucking internet, man. Like it's so funny when I look up something medical on the internet and then I go and try to talk about it to my doctor when I get a physical and they know that I've been, that I've been, uh, that I've been looking, that I've been looking shit up on the internet because they're just like, stay off the internet <laughs> like they, and it's so funny i'll talk to them about shit that i'll bring up something that they're like how do you know that like i'll just be like are we sure that's not epididitis or something like yo stay off the internet idiot this is literally nothing you're 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 an idiot so so yeah t- uh this is the camp good boy covid uh via by way of the la department of health test yourself once wait 10 days after 10 days you're good don't test yourself again because you can test positive up to 90 days that 90 day thing i was unaware of um and my my cough you know i should have known that i wasn't contagious because literally after the second uh, two podcasts ago when my cough was really productive my cough just like just sat on the couch all day it it really it went away pretty quickly and uh i kind of miss it a little bit um so so yeah i'd say i'm covid free but i think there's still like probably dead virus um hanging out up there in my in my nasal passage um so yeah so i i I forgot that i had uh that i 
I forgot to announce that last week. So, you know, sorry, I know how I know how much you guys were 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 dialed into my COVID uh experience. Um so yeah, so that's that. Okay, so we got troll on and that looks like wow, they're cleaning she's dusting off the records. Not like the vinyl records, she's dusting off like the the covers. Wow. That they look like they got a great record collection, these parents. I respect that dusting off the records. That's a good like 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 the like like the record covers. What record is that? Um and what actress is that? Wow, this is such an they got such an 80s family room. Uh pink walls. You don't really see pink walls that much anymore. Um and then oh there it's not an 80s movie without without a breakfast scene. They're those eighties, these eighties, especially eighties horror movies. They love, they love more a breakfast set piece. And the breakfast is always usually the same. It's always like pancakes, bacon, like who had breakfast that big growing up? Um, oh wow. This, this little, Oh my God. This little girl just tossed her brother across the room. Um, who's the troll, the troll or this little girl? Um, but yeah, back to, back to eighties movies with breakfast. There was always the breakfast set piece. It was always like, uh, yeah, this table was always just stacked with, uh, with pancakes, bacon, milk, orange juice. Uh, it's like a continental breakfast. Um, I mean, I never, especially like during the week, um, during the week, like before school, like it was never a big breakfast. Like it was always cereal. Um, always. It was never that like the weekend was always when like, you know, pancakes make an appearance. Um, not in these eighties movies, these eighties movies. It's just like, I'm late to work, but like you still have a ton of fucking, (laughs) you still have a ton of, uh, you still have a ton on your plate. Wow, who's this guy? This movie's hilarious. This comment, I swear to God, this channel is fucking so good. Um, I love it. Okay, speaking of movies, let's get into it. I because uh, I, I I like like after I watched Cha Cha real smooth, I wanted to fire up the mics. Um, I wanted to fire up the mics when I got home on Friday night after watching Top Gun Maverick. Um, it's great. Uh, I spoiler alert, <laughs> like as if you haven't heard that from everybody who's seen it. And and look, you know what? There was a part of me that was actually afraid that I wasn't going to like it because y- you know what it is? I'm I'm just not I I never try to be the person who when everybody likes something, I don't like it. Like I never want to be that person because usually I think when you're that person, you just want to kind of go against the grain. And, and I totally get that and I've done that before. Whoa, so that girl is the troll. Wow, is that Sonny Bono? <laughs> this oh, this movie's great. Wow, yeah. So I usually I, I I understand like there there is like a thrill to when everybody likes something, whether it's a movie, a show, a song, whatever. It is fun to kind of like go against the grain and not like it. Uh, and and I have done that a few times. I don't really do it anymore because I don't know. It's just I you don't want to like. It's okay to like something that everybody likes. Like it, it is. It's all right to do that. But I, but I do it. It is kind of fun when everybody likes something and just kind of like, eh, is it really sure it's good? Like it is. Like I do get like the thrill of that. It, it's it's fun. But it, and 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 there's so for me, there's been times where everybody. Oh my god! So this troll just ki- is killing this guy and then just sits. Oh my god! So he turned him. He turned him into a troll, and now he's just gonna sit and read this like Time Magazine. Wow! Holy shit! Okay, so I, I'll, 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 I won't keep doing that. I won't keep talking about Top Gun Maverick and then Troll. Um, okay, so yeah, the, like there have been so I for me, and I've been accused of being like the oh you're just you're just not liking that just to go against what everybody else says. Lately, though, that hasn't really been the case. Like a lot of times, like I haven't liked something that everybody's liked because I genuinely didn't like it. I didn't like licorice pizza. Um, you know what, honestly, I'm, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Like I, I, I like the big Lebowski. I don't love the big Lebowski. Okay. I respect, I, res, I, I don't dislike it. I don't think it's a bad movie and by, at all. 
I just don't love it like everybody else does. I, I, it's not that I think it's overrated. I just don't, I just don't really like it that much. Um, I just don't. And you know, what's annoying about the big Lebowski is you'll tell somebody that you don't like it and they like it. And they always quote the, well, like that's just your opinion. <laughs> and it's like that. Okay, all right. This is why I kind of don't like it. Cause all anybody like, I, the, you, I feel like you always kind of get that re- response. Um, but I know I just, I don't really like that movie. That's not me going against the grain. I just don't really like it that much. I don't, it's not that I think it's bad. I just don't really like it. Um, there, I know there was another one that I'm kind of, that I'm missing. Um, fuck. You know what? I'm just going to get to the point. I fucking liked Top Gun Maverick. I'm just going to keep rambling forever that if I don't catch myself, um, I'll go back to troll again. I, I really loved it. It's, it's really fucking great. Um, it, and you know, what was refreshing. Okay. This movie's made a billion dollars and I went to go see it and it was so refreshing seeing a movie that made a billion dollars that takes place in some sense of like real reality because all these movies that make money now, they're all superhero movies or movies based on a big, a best-selling book or superhero movies. Like it's all superhero movies and to go see, and I mean, Top Gun's actually kind of a superhero movie because Maverick, like Tom Cruise is like basically a superhero in it. Like the, what this guy's capable of doing. It, it was just so refreshing to see a movie that takes place in, in a real place that exists, even though it's insanely far fetched, it felt good to see a movie like that make that much money. Now, granted, I know it, it's Top Gun, and of course it was going to do well because of this, the name recognition alone, but it, it was just refreshing to be in a theater and to see a movie that, that isn't Thor, that isn't Iron Man, that isn't a superhero or a comic book do as well as it's doing and have the reaction that it's, that, that it's, that it's gotten. And it's really good. Like there, there's just enough winks that it's really hard to pull off these sequels uh, of these movies from the eighties or maybe the nineties. Like it's really, really hard because most of the time what they do is they, they try to, they try to make it, they try to, they try to look at like, okay, what's the world like now in 2022? And let's really like hammer that home. Like how much things have changed. And I hate when they do that because these movies like, like Top Gun or like, I'm trying to think of other movies that have had a sequel that shouldn't have had a sequel. Like Top Gun, uh, coming to America, dumb and dumber are three movies that are, are three movies that when I heard there was a sequel, I was like, no, like, please no. And coming to America is the, the sequel is an, is an abomination and dumb. The, the sequel to dumb and dumber sucked because those movies worked so well at the time that they were at. And, 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 and you know what? I think that those movies, there is a, there is something timeless about those movies. They kind of could have been made at any, at any, at any point. Um, but I just, I, I always hate when they, when they do that, because especially with dumb and dumber two and the coming to America, they tried to really make it for like a new audience. Top gun Maverick does not try to do that. Okay. There's a few scenes where there's like texting, but that's it. And the reason that it works is because there's really only a few locations in the movie. It's, it's at this flight school and like flight schools now are the same as they were in like the eighties, like flight schools, it's the same thing. So nothing really changed there. Like the military's still pretty much the same and like jets are still really fast. <laughs> so like, there's only a few se- uh, settings. It's like the flight school, uh, the bar and the sky <laughs> like that's those three things have stayed pretty consistent. Like it's like a beach dive bar that he goes to. And those things, there, those things haven't changed. So they they captured the the timelessness at the uh, part that that Top Gun had, um, and I and I just and I loved that. I loved that they didn't try to hammer home like, well, what's the world like now? It's like no, you don't have to do that, and and they just they fucking nailed it. Um, I'm trying to think other things that I liked. Okay. So when, when sequels happen of movies of like classic movies, they always have winks. Like, like I, this is what I hated about the Sopranos movie, the many saints of Newark, like wink, wink, wink. It was nothing but winks to the, to the things that, 
were in the Sopranos and it just, it was overkill and it's just such lazy writing. Top Gun had just the right amount of winks. Uh, it, it was just the, like, they didn't, they didn't overwink. Like they didn't have a grapefruit sh- uh, shot in their eye and they can't, they, they have a wink and they can't control it because they have the, the pulp stuck in their eye. The, it, it just, it was just the right amount of winks that it's not, that it never got corny. It never felt cheesy. And actually the winks, they were, there was one kind of ch- like, uh, Tom Cruise says, talk to me, goose one too many times, but I, but it didn't bother me. And then miles Teller says, talk to me, dad. And I was like, eh, you didn't need that. That was a little cringy, but, but regardless, like it, it totally didn't take away anything from the movie for me. Um, because again, like you do, you do need the winks. You just don't need to wink so much. Like you don't need to be the smooth guy from across the bar who's just winking at everybody. You don't, you don't need to overdo it. So they didn't overdo it on the winks. Um, like the cast was just really good. Uh, like, you know, I don't like, I'm, I'm just kind of tired of John Hamm. The guy shows up <laughs> like you see him everywhere. You see him on commercials. You hear his voice on commercials. Uh, he's always at like the ESPYs. It's like, why is John Hamm at the ESPYs? The guy's everywhere. And, um, and so like, I just get sick of him a little bit I, I, with him, anything outside of Mad Men. Cause he's incredible on that show and he's in this. And he's, he's great in it because he basically kind of plays Don Draper if he was like a naval officer. And I got to say, like, John Hamm in a naval outfit looks great. Like, he just be, looks great. And, and it totally worked. That was actually like a great use of John Hamm. Um, and like the action is great, but it's not like I, it's just the action is just like so good. You know what it felt like is that because Jerry Bruckheimer did top gun he did it with don simpson uh and i'll get into don simpson later fucking legendary hollywood producer if you don't know who don simpson is google him and uh read his book um high concept because it is if you want to know like what hollywood sleaze looks like look up don simpson he was jerry bruckheimer's uh producing partner and he was just responsible for like the like the high concept movie top gun days of thunder uh the rock beverly hills cop uh like flash dance i mean their run him and jerry bruckheimer's run in the 80s and early 90s was fucking legendary um and he but he died of a drug overdose in like 1993 or 94 i mean he was a total menace and but they gave him a producer credit in this because he was responsible for top gun and i i loved seeing that so as soon as the movie started with the opening credits, I'm like, they gave Don Simpson a fucking credit. Shout out to this movie. And it was one of the, it, it felt like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. And I don't really know what movies he's done recently. I know he did. He did, He, he produces the, um, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but his movies just don't have that Bruckheimer feel like they used to. And this one had it. And it was so just refreshing to see and and it goes back to what i was saying they didn't try to go over to overboard with with trying to make it for trying to make it for a new audience and capturing what the year 2022 is like they just didn't try and i think that's why it felt like a like a classic bruckheimer movie um and you know like you know, miles teller's great in it and i was and like he sings great balls of fire in it like goose does in top gun and i remember i was always like well I mean, like, why? It, that's like that. Okay, so that was a wink that I was kind of like, eh. but then they they flash back to when Goose is singing "Great Balls of Fire" in uh, Top Gun, and his kid, him and Meg Ryan's kid, is sit, sitting on the piano. So of course he's going to sing "Great Balls of Fire." It's like it's like he was there listening to it because I had forgotten that he was on the piano at the bar listening to it. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Perfect. That's a wink that I can live with. Like that was a wink where like, you know, if I was a girl at a bar and the sleaze bag from down the bar winked at me, it's like, I'm going to go over there. Like it was a good wink. Uh, I can't resist that wink and I'm going to go see what's going on at the other end of the bar. And just like, and you know, what was actually great about it is Tom Cruise. The guy's just the best. I mean, he's a, he's a fucking weirdo. 
Uh, but I mean, he's, what is this? This movie is so fucking weird. <laughs> this, this troll, I love it. Um, wow, this guy looks, whoa, whoa, this dude watches Top Gun once. This guy with the aviators and this like military shirt. Who is this dude? Um, that's funny. Um, it, uh, Tom Cruise is just, he's the best movie star of all time. I mean, the guy literally, it's funny. He comes in, Pete Maverick, he comes, he kind of comes out of like, it's kind of vague what he is like. Is he retired? Like it's it's unclear if he's retired or really what he's doing. But he uh, he comes and he trains these these pilots for this for this mission, and he <laughs> this movie. Holy shit! Um, he he's just the man. And like, not only is he teaching these, these pilots how to fly, he's kind of teaching everybody how to be a movie star because like, like, look, Miles Teller is a star. He's got star qualities for sure, but he's just not a movie star. Like Tom Cruise is a movie star and he just fucking owns it in this one. I mean, he, the guy's just, he's just a legend. And, and, you know, I think that's why it actually worked out so well because I think he was, heavily involved in the in the development of it and the guy he's just he just gets it done i mean he just does he, like he's had some clunkers for sure but and, and they all do but the guy like, he's just such a legend and this movie just re, like re, like drove that point home uh not only is he a, is pete maverick a legendary fighter pilot but it just reminds you how great tom cruise is um how just a great of a movie star he is um and you know, like the end is very predictable. Like, like it's just like you you know what's going to happen, and there's a really kind of far fetched part in the end where I'm just like, wait a second, like what? But it didn't bother me because it's Tom Cruise. Like, if they had made a Top Gun sequel and Tom Cruise was kind of a minor character, and this scene in the end in the in the third act had happened with Miles Teller and another actor, I kind of would have been like, "Oh, they're just taking a shit on this fucking on this uh, on this classic movie. This movie sucks." But because it was Tom Cruise, I'm like, "Oh hell yes, this is great!" Like, I, he just because he's absurd, kind of. And the, the situation is a little absurd, although I was totally on board with it. And when I think when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You're just kind of like, wait a second, what are they doing? Like this is this is nuts. But but again, because it's Tom Cruise, it just it just works. Like you're so you're so on board with it. Um, and like the bad guy is super vague, but that's because Top Top Gun was really vague. Like. The, they they captured like the vagueness of uh, of Top Gun a little bit, and that's another thing that I that I loved because because Top Gun was vague and and you know one sec Molly come here Molly come on let's go out one sec okay I'm sorry got to take the dog out um uh, to, you know Top Gun is vague and because like and I'll get into the original Top Gun here like. Are we sure? Like Top Gun, when you first see it, you're like, "Oh, classic movie." But then when you watch it again, it's kind of like, "Eh." I mean, it's not that it's not great. I, I think Top Gun is great, but Top Gun is also great because it's so absurd. Like the sound, the soundtrack is great. Tom Cruise is great. Val Kilmer's great. Uh, Anthony Edwards is great. Um, the moments are great. It's got that 80s just cheesiness. Uh, I mean, Top Gun is basically like, it's like a two-hour Calvin Klein. <laughs> it's like a two-hour like underwear ad. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, it's just these hot dudes. You know, like the volleyball set piece. I mean, it's really, it, it's not a great movie like The Shawshank Redemption is a great movie. It's not a great movie like Forrest Gump is a great movie. Like this, like this epic like those movies are great, have great moments, but those stories are just so great. Like the story in Top Gun is like, eh, it's not like that movie really hangs its hat on the soundtrack and the characters and like the, and the moments and the action. But I mean, it's, it, it, it's So that's what makes it great. And that's what makes Maverick great. Like it's not like a great movie, but it is a great movie because it's great because they capture the spirit of Top Gun. And that's what's so great is Top Gun just has a great spirit and that's what makes it great. 
and I feel like Maverick really captured that spirit because like that's the thing the bad guys in Top Gun are super vague like the like the, like who are they even fighting at the end of Top Gun and you ha- and they, and they did the exact same thing with Maverick like I have no idea who they're fighting against or where they're going on this final mission and who it's against and I don't give a shit because Tom Cruise is just an uh, like uh, the master with uh, 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 this jet i mean like you don't even care wow this movie if i was hung over this movie troll would give me the worst anxiety this is a really bizarre movie um wow nice 49ers pennant that kid's got on his wall so i guess this movie takes place in the bay area um the, so that that's the thing maverick just it, it captured the what what made top gun classic and absurd and funny they they just went for it and captured that um and like the, oh the soundtrack is great and like that's another thing like there was one song in it uh during the the beach football scene and i'll get into that in, in a sec that was like i think it was like one republic did the song but like the soundtrack's great it's like the who and I don't usually like that song, Won't Get Fooled Again. It's one of my least favorite Who songs. But in Maverick, I'm like, oh, dude, hell yes. And the soundtrack at the bar is kind of like classic. Like it was, it's really fucking great. Um, okay, so anyway, so so there, so I, I, I was aware that there's, so obviously, you know, of the volleyball scene in Top Gun. Like that's another example of just like the absurdity of Top Gun. It's like, we need to have this volleyball scene with these, just hot navy dudes just dripping in sweat like you need that scene like it was the 80s i get it so of course top gun maverick needed to have a beach uh scene where all these the the dudes now i just have their shirts off but instead of volleyball it it was a beach uh football scene so when the scene came up i had to go to the bathroom like really really bad and like I got, I, I got up because I didn't realize the scene was coming. So I got up thinking that it was just going to be like a whatever scene with like John Hamm and Tom Cruise talking about the mission. Like I could miss it. But then as soon as I turned to the corner down the hallway to go to the bathroom, I looked, I, I heard all these girls being like, Ooh, yes, yes. And I looked back and the beach football scene started. And I really had a moment of like, no shit. Like, do I stay and watch this like this like kind of like not like homoerotic, but do I stay and watch this scene of all these guys with their shirts off uh, dancing around to this one Republic scene? It was a real like Sophie's Choice moment. Like, do I I got I can't miss this scene, but like I kind of can because like you know I that's the thing like i don't want to watch it i don't want to watch all these dudes shirtless but at the same time like this is what make this is this it seems like this is that are what make top gun the whole thing great ah shit but my bladder the bladder want the the bladder wants what the bladder wants and i had to go i had to go to the bathroom so i missed the uh the hunky hot navy naval officer shirtless sweaty football scene and i missed that miles teller dance that he does but it was a real like, uh, like, what do I do? It was a real, um, it was a real debate, but I, I, I really had to piss badly. Um, but then I watched it on YouTube and like, yeah, that, that scene seems, seems awesome. Um, the, the, the one weak link for the, in the movie for me was definitely like, okay, Jennifer Connelly's in it. She plays this bartender that I guess her and, and Maverick have history, but they don't really, they don't entirely get into it. Um, and the weak link for me was kind of their relationship. I just wasn't, I didn't really care. Like I cared more about Maverick teaching the kids, Maverick and Miles Teller, who's Goose's son, like them kind of like dealing with their shit. Like that's what you're invested in. Like the, the Jennifer Connelly move, uh, thread with Tom Cruise was just, it was the weak link because I didn't know who this woman was. And Jennifer Connelly's great in it, but I just, I didn't know, I didn't know who she was and it also felt inserted like just because it's Tom Cruise, we need to have a, um, a female lead and you really don't like, like you, like it, like it worked in, in, in the first Top Gun because that Tom Cruise was younger. Like he was this young stud and now he's a little older and it's just kind of like, you don't need, you don't need the, the love story. Like that's, what's great about the first mission impossible is that first mission impossible ends. There's no like loves. There's no, uh, 
love story for Tom Cruise in that. It's it, the movie ends with him and Ving Rhames just having a beer in like Prague, <laughs> and and it's a great ending. Um, and this one, it felt a little inserted, like just because it's Tom Cruise, just because it's Top Gun, he's got to have the, a love story. And I don't think you needed it, but again, it, it didn't take it didn't take away. I didn't dock it a star <laughs> because of that. Like I was, I'm like whatever, but. Jennifer Connelly, and again, again, it goes back to just how vague uh, Top Gun, this, the, the, the story can be sometimes, is like, she has this dive bar on the beach, which is like a cool bar, and it's, there's a, it's crowded, I'm sure she, you know, she, I'm sure she makes a decent, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure the bar, it, what is it, in the red or in the black? If you're in the black, it means you're doing, <laughs> you have a good business, but I'm sure she does well. But she lives like a fucking Kennedy. <laughs> like she's got this, she's got this huge sailboat that she's on. She's got this unbelievable home on the beach uh, that I don't think a bartender would ever be able to afford. Uh, she would definitely like live more inland in like a studio apartment <laughs> than this like insane beach. It's basically like the same house that uh, Kelly McGillis had in Top Gun. So again, I think that they wanted. It, that was kind of a wink. Like the female character has to have this sick San Diego beach house. And I just like, I was like, eh, this bar looks a little, it's like, it's like a beach dive. Like, I don't think she would be able to afford this and this like beautiful, uh, sailboat. I mean, it was it really was like Camelot. And, uh, that was the only weak link. But again, as then, as soon as Maverick got in that jet, you forgot all about it. It's like, fuck it. The the action is just so good. And yeah, I, I like it's, it's great. I just, I really loved it. And I just, and I I feel like I was in a, in an audience of people who had never seen Top Gun because I mean, like I was laughing at all the, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like a lot, I feel like a lot of people in the audience I feel like only a few had ever seen Top Gun, but I, I mean, I didn't give a shit. I, um, I really enjoyed it. And then the way they integrate Val Kilmer's character into it is it was like perfect. Uh, it was just like so well done. Cause look, Val Kilmer is, is sick in real life and he can't speak. And they just, it just worked. Like I, like I totally believe that Iceman went on to be this like, this admiral like i i don't want to spoil for you guys i i feel like i'm not really spoiling it there's like a, there's a lot that i'm leaving out but when i when i saw where val like kind of where val kilmer's character goes like you he takes it more seriously than maverick does like maverick is such a such a loose cannon and and iceman's a little bit more controlled and iceman i totally buy that iceman like became this admiral and he's got this like beautiful like admiral's office in his home and ah man it's just great like i i I think like the the hype is real like i know there's some people out there who are kind of maybe taking the piss out of it like i heard like you know like i said that um the the original top gun is like uh (laughs) it's like uh like it's like a male it's like a fucking underwear model uh it's like one long like underwear commercial uh Top Gun Maverick is like, like I heard somebody say it's like a Cialis commercial and, and I totally get what they're saying kind of, but I don't know. I, I think you guys should go see it. It's definitely Camp Goodbye Wreck of the Week. It's just, it's just fun. And it's, and also like there's, it's so lean and mean, like there is, it is all killer and not a speck of filler. Like the, 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 the Jennifer Connelly, Tom Cruise is a little filler. Like again, the movie could have existed without that. It doesn't matter though. It doesn't take away. And I love like it's predictable like you know exactly how it's gonna end and I kind of miss like I don't see a lot of action movies these days mainly because like there's really no great action stars that that are that are like the star like I'm not talking about the guys that do the superhero shit they're in a costume I'm talking about somebody who is themselves as the movie star as a real person um I just I don't really watch action movies these days because i just i don't know i outside of maybe like the john wicks i just i don't think they're that good so i so maybe that uh, what i'm saying is that i loved how predictable top gun was it was actually refreshing because i feel like movies today i sometimes i feel like they're trying to be just too smart and clever um and not predictable and sometimes they trip over themselves a, a little bit and 
and, and maybe I don't, maybe I'm wrong there because maybe action movies are still kind of predictable. I just don't know it, but I loved how like, like I knew exactly what was going to happen. Like when, when things get bad in the third act, I'm like, eh, I kind of know what's going to happen though. And, but I liked it. It was great. Like you're supposed to have those, like you're, you're kind of supposed, that's what makes movies great. You're supposed to have those. Yeah. Right. Or, Oh, of course. Like that's what I love about movies. I don't know. Like it, it's nice to be surprised like a sixth sense. Like it, it, it is nice to be surprised by like a great twist or, or just a movie that goes in another direction. It's like, Whoa, they really went in another direction there. Like that's kind of cool. But there's just something kind of classic about the, the, Oh, of course. I don't know. I just, it just there was just, it's just they just captured what made Top Gun classic in just that absurd <laughs> Top Gun way, and they captured that they didn't try and, and it all goes back to what I said they didn't try to make it f- so blatantly for a new audience and as soon as I saw them doing that I'm like I'm I'm in I thank you for just not trying to touch to make a point of like how much the world has changed. And I, I, as a, I just really appreciated that. And yeah, I really loved it. I, I really, really did. I gave it five stars on letterbox, <laughs> which I've recently, my friend told me about letterbox. Cause I, I was starting to like write, make lists of what my favorite movies are. And now as soon as I see a movie, I just go to letterbox and rate it. Even though I only have one follower, this friend of mine, I just, it, it's just a fun way to just kind of keep a log of, of movies you like and movies you don't like and movies you kind of like. I, uh, shout out to that website. I, I really like it. And like, if you want to follow me, I'm camp good boy on there. If you're on there. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's great. It, it's great. Uh, 38 minutes. Still got some more time. Um, wow. Trolls. This movie, I, like I said, if I was hung over, well, I'd change the channel, but like, man, this movie because all these trolls are like growing out of i'd love to know what they're saying hold on i'm just gonna turn the volume on this is exactly the music i thought was playing wow this is so good (laughs) i thought they might have been singing i was like why are they Oh my God, that's great. I had a feeling that they were singing. Um, Cause it was like, it was the camera was going to every single troll. There's like 10 of them. I'm like, why is it going to, why does the camera keep going on all their faces and then going back to the other ones? They then, then of course they're singing something. Um, so yeah, so that's Top Gun Maverick. Um, so yeah, what else is going on? Um, it, uh, and God, you know, so I go, like, I, as you guys know, I go to the new Beverly a lot and that place is no cell phone. If you take your cell phone out, you like get jumped. I mean, like that is a no, like that is a true movie nerd cinephile, uh, just like sanctuary. Um, this, I went to go see it at, at, uh, obviously Top Gun Maverick was not playing there. It was playing at like a big like AMC and I mean, everybody's got their phone out and I'm just like, like, come on. <laughs> like it wasn't distracting, but when you see it, it's just like, why are you even here? Like, I don't like it's yeah. I just couldn't believe it. Um, so yeah, God, it's, I almost don't even know what else to talk about like that that was the main thing I really wanted to talk about. Um, so yeah. Oh God. Uh, wait, let's see what's on. Let's just do a quick check in on, um, Oh, you know what else I love? So this is what, this is what I, I didn't like. One of the things that drove me crazy about cha cha real smooth is, um, there, I know I wish movies would stop doing this because every movie does it. And it's so annoying because it's not, it's not that sweet. I like, I'm trying to think of like reservoir dogs nailed, like the, the slow motion walking down the street, uh, uh, scene. Like, I, I don't know what, I feel like that's the movie. That was like the first movie to do it. Like the walking towards the camera in slow-mo, like they, they nailed that in reservoir dogs. And there's kind of like a good one in, in like, in like the hangover and bridesmaids, but it's so played out and cha-cha real smooth had one of those. And it's like, uh, you, you had to have this, you had to have the, the slow-mo 
walking out of the bathroom, the two kids and the, the, the dipshit that I talked about last week and Dakota Johnson, like there it is. The slow motion shot Maverick would never Top Gun Maverick wouldn't dare have that. Um, and I, I really appreciated that. I can't stand that, that it's so played out. They need to chill with that. Um, Jesus Christ. Here's another breakfast set piece troll troll wouldn't be caught dead doing the slow motion uh walk towards the camera never these 80s movies they love all oh, what year did this movie come out um i didn't say this is definitely like 86 i bet um oh yeah wait let's check in and see what is, what's playing on the blend right now i kind of like checking in every now and again uh my favorite radio station Ooh, this is a good jam this is a great song you know, the Eagles going back to Lebowski, uh, like that's another thing that I think what irritates me about the big Lebowski are people who like the big Lebowski because they're anytime you say like you're talking about the Eagles, they always have to quote Lebowski saying, I'm having a really bad day and I hate the Eagles. It's like, do you hate the Eagles or are you just like quoting the big Lebowski? Like, shut up. Um, I love the Eagles. And if you don't like the Eagles, I get it. Whatever. But watch the history of the Eagles documentary and that might change your mind because those guys are like the genuine article. Um, But yeah, this is such a fucking good song. But okay, so I was listening to the blend on um, I always listen to while I'm cooking and Chicago, the band Chicago, they have a new song out and like the blend has been like really repping it. And I'm like, you guys need to stop like keep keep playing you know keep playing does anybody really know what time it is keep playing 25 or 6 to 4 keep playing you know beginnings like they're trying to push this new this new Chicago song let me see if I can find it Um, I think it's called if this is goodbye and it's like so this is the new Chicago song and it start if this is it yeah it starts off like classic Chicago it does like when I heard it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like this feels like I just like the horns. Okay, here I'll let you guys listen. They they kind of like like they boy band they boy banded these fucking guys. You know, like when I heard it, I'm like, what is this Love Actually? <laughs> like, it sounds like something from the Love Actually soundtrack. I just was like, guys, um, I, I'm just like, eh, guys, like if this feels like they, they just, they boy banded these guys. You know who's not, you know who we don't hear in that song? Peter Cetera. And he must just be like, fucking losers. Um, it's it just that's not that ain't that ain't that ain't the chicago i know they tried to make something like for now and i'd rather chicago just made a song that sounds like what they made in like the 70s because it's like who are you guys trying to i mean maybe chicago's fans hear that and and are like oh cool but all i hear is something from like a rom-com Every story has to you know, it's just eh, eh. That ain't Chicago. That's like that's like Evanston, <laughs> like or like what's another Chicago suburb? Uh, it's like the town where Home Alone was filmed. It's just that ain't uh, that ain't that ain't that ain't just Chicago. <laughs> I know that's like I want the Chicago where like Uncle Buck's apartment was. <laughs> that's like twenty five or six to four. Yeah, I just I, I didn't I didn't like it. Uh, I'm not I'm not into that new Chicago song, and I wish the blend would stop uh, playing it. Like like it's this great release. Although that's kind of what I was talking about uh, when when I was kind of taking the piss out of Beyonce and how when when somebody makes a big deal about a, a, a like a when a, like a Beyonce or a Harry Styles or a or a Billie Eilish has a new song out, like that's the big thing. And then I was complaining about like, well, where's like the Where's like the other, where's like the release for people who don't like that music. And then the blend does that with Chicago, but then it's like, but that's the Chicago song. It's like, ah, ah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I can't, I can't get into it. Um, Peter Cetera is not on there. Uh, he, he, he knows what's good for him. 
Um, yeah, I think that might be it. Shit. I really, uh, I really, I really went maverick on this one. Um, let's get into some shout outs here. Uh, let's see here. Um, um, where are you? Where are you? Kiss. All right. Here we go. Shouting it out. Um, all righty. Good to be back. Good to be back at camp. Let's see here. Um, hey, shout out. Big shout out. Shout out to. Shout out to Krusty95. Big shout out. Um, hey, shout out uh, Alex Esposito. Al Espo. Shout out. Um, See. Hey, shout out Cashleen. Big shout out. And shout out Antoine Diligent. Shout out you guys up in uh, Hold It Down in, uh, in Napa, Napa Valley. Napa County? Napa Valley. Whatever the fuck it is. Um, hey, shout out JMP Shooter. Or, or JMP Shoots 4. Sorry about that. Shout out. Um, what else do we got here? Who else gets one? Um, hey, shout out Seth Crab Brundle. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out Omar Madrano 73. Shout out. Um, let's find one more. Hey, shout out Damon Nomad 4. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for... Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more. Uh, shout out... Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Um, shout out Everyday Breck. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a camper. Um... So, oh God. So when I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but when I had COVID and I lost my taste, the only thing, maybe I did mention this. I can't remember, but whatever, whatever. The only thing that could cut through the lack of taste were Cool Ranch Doritos. Those things, uh, like that powder is so, like they should put that in bombs. That, that shit is so potent, but I couldn't taste a thing. I couldn't taste my cereal. I couldn't taste cantaloupe. I couldn't taste eggs, nothing. I couldn't taste pizza. I could taste Corinth Doritos. That powder is so savage. Uh, I mean, that thing could like, they should put that thing in like vaccines. <laughs> I mean, that is some, it's so powerful. But I was, I was, I was eating some Doritos and wait, I, got, I actually got to go get the bag of it so you can know exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> in a second. Okay. So I got the bag here, as you can hear. Um, Okay, so I'm going to have a few of these so that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Oh, wow, I got one that's just fucking packed with powder. Okay. All right, (laughs) there we go. Um, This chip in particular, after you've had them for like, I'm good to chew them. Um, After you've had them, then like once you've swallowed them, like a few seconds go by, the smack. <laughs> There's something about these chips. You hear that? You hear that smacking? Like these chips more than any other food. I was leaving voice memos for a friend of mine. <laughs> it's that fucking smacking sound that it makes when you finish the Cool Ranch Dorito. <laughs> I wasn't aware of it, but I was leaving. I left my friend a voice memo when, when I went back to listen to it. I, <laughs> I hear there's the smacking that these chips leave you. I don't. I think it's no other food has that. It's it's that right there. That smacking sound. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's, I was listening. It's uh, it, it, I was cringing. I almost wanted to send another voice moment to be like, I'm sorry about that's, that cool ranch Dorito smacking sound. Uh, <laughs> I keep it going. Um, Ah, these these things are so good. Um, Like, what is that powder? Um, Garlic powder. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's the, oh my God. It's so, that right there, it's such a cringy sound. I'm trying not to do it, but it's like impossible not to. (laughs) Uh, I, I, I hate the sound of, Hear that? There's no way to avoid it. I'm trying to not do it. I should just not talk. But there's um, 
<laughs> oh man, there's something about these chips where that it's just it's got that smacking and the sound of somebody chewing with their mouth open uh, is I, I despise. It's it's I, I it makes my skin crawl like no other sound. <laughs> but yeah, that the uh, the smacking like. Like when you try to talk and it stays with you for like a few minutes after you've eaten them, <laughs> after you've eaten Cool Ranch Doritos, that it's like hard to get rid of. Okay, I'm gonna try to. Not, I'm gonna try to not. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. The, oh god! Like I think there was one podcast we did in Brandon that he was eating them and like literally when I went back to listen, I'm just like, man, that smacking fucking is making my skin crawl. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to try to. All right, I'm going to wrap it up because. Uh, but Julia Louis Dreyfus is in Troll, and her husband is in it. This is crazy. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming to camp, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Go see Maverick. Uh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Whatever. Um, but I think you might like it. It's pretty. Okay, I just had to pull the mic away so I didn't. You didn't hear the. Um the smacky okay all right guys uh thanks for coming by uh stay safe out there and uh, i'll talk to you guys next week all right later <laughs>